Those are the famous words of Travis Kelsey. If anybody was going to say it, <laughs> it had to be Kelsey, right? I'm just kidding. That's you, definitely you the Beastie the... Boys. We know, we know. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of fits no him, right? You know, he took the mantle of best tight end in the game from Gronk. He took the uh, title of party boy from Gronk. <laughs> I so, never thought about I it that mean, way. The dude had his own uh, dating show. So if anyone was going to do it, it had to be Kelsey because George Kittle, the other tight end on San Francisco, he's got the whole like pop culture wrestling scene with the belt and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, what a game. Yeah. If there's any football player I think I want to party with, it would be Kelsey. I oh. just feel like there'd be so many shenanigans. Oh, I mean, if anybody was going to do the Austin, I would have bet Kelsey, but it was Eric Fisher. But who knows? Probably Kelsey taught Fisher how to do it anyway. <laughs> but let, let's talk about the game. Let's start off. Chiefs first time 50 years headed to Miami. Okay. Uh, Did you get a ticket confirmation? What, what, what? Did you get a ticket confirmation to go to Miami? Uh, I believe I did. Oh, look at that. We're going to Miami. I think Will Smith would be proud. Welcome to the city where the heat is on. So let's talk the game and let's also talk about just how right we were on that game. I believe we had a few predictions. I mean, I want to start off first with how Pat Mahomes walked in just because I'm a wrestling nerd. Uh, he was He's got that deal with Oakley, but he was wearing these Bret Hart type sunglasses going in and Bret Hart's Bret Hart's famous catchphrase, I'm the best there is, the best there was, and And the the best best there ever will be. And that's how Pat played. Just fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think part of being a champion is like actually, you know, speaking that shit into existence. It's all about how you come in. You know, it's it's probably 10% talent and 90% a mental game. Uh, maybe in his case, he's got like a, you know, a little extra percent talent. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, a couple of things we talked about before this game when we were previewing it was Chiefs are going to win by two scores. They won by two scores. Mm-hmm. Um, so point two, right? Like, like we're calling this game so far just as it goes down. Point two, Chiefs are going to score over 30, scored over 30. Uh, we also called, you know, two big plays of 30 plus or more. Uh kind of got this right. They had one play for 60 yards, <laughs> another one for 27, 26, 24. I'm going to count it. That's pretty close, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, throw us a bone here, right? I mean, that's that's as close as you can get. And then you got to win the battle on third down. And then the Chiefs did that. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was three for 10 on third down. So the start of the game, though, a little different, you know, in their first couple of touchdown drives. They had these 10 play, 15 play drives, and what did the Chiefs do? On two separate third downs, neutral zone infraction, kept the drive going for Tennessee, just like we were talking about with yeah. Kansas City, what they did against Literally the Patriots. Couldn't get off the field when they played them last year. Let the Patriots keep staying on the field. This time, to start the game, that's why it was close, the Chiefs couldn't get off the field on defense. Mm-hmm. Neutral zone led to two touchdowns. It happens, right? Mm-hmm. Corrected mm-hmm. it in the second half. Game wasn't. Yep, 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 yep. The score was close, but the game really wasn't close. You could tell the Chiefs were in it, yeah. going to win it the whole time. I almost feel like you didn't even watch like probably eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I mean, in fairness, eight minutes left in the third in the fourth quarter. Who was booking the flights? Who was booking the hotel for Miami? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> so, as I tell the story to all my friends, oh my god, oh my god, we had two German shepherds. They were freaking out because Osh is yelling. They're probably like, oh my god, Dad's gonna kill Mom. Who do we protect? Yeah, I, I mean, I had to. I had no choice. I was, I was so oh, excited. You're just going nuts, and then like, <laughs> yeah, all I know is all I hear is. 
round trip tickets from Dallas to Miami are 170 bucks. I was like, okay, well, let's, oh my God, I just bought those two tickets. Oh my God, oh my God. I was like, whoa, okay, all right. Hey, when you don't win something for 50 years, well, win something, go to something for 50 years. It all happened so fast, and then both our phones are blowing up, and you look like you were going to cry happy tears. It was just, it was incredible. I was was slamming beers. It it was a great day. Let's, Let's talk about the Chiefs' next opponent in San Francisco, the 49ers. You and I, we knew they were going to win against mm-hmm. the Packers. They blew them out earlier in the year. Yep. Aaron Rodgers has one weapon and one weapon only in Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to be close. They end up, they, it's they, amazing that they got to where they got to, to be honest. Yeah, I, the Packers to me were like a, a 9-7, and 10-6 team masquerading as a as a playoff team. It, mm-hmm. They were if they should have been a wild card team in any other division. I, I think they got lucky. Uh, that they got to play, you know, Detroit in their division where Stafford was out pretty mm-hmm. much the whole year. They got to play a down Chicago team that was out out of it early with Trubisky, who maybe only has one more year left as a starter in Chicago. Uh-huh. We don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, Hatton, we agree with your little woof, woof, woofs in the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they had a Minnesota team that... Dalvin Cook was out part of the year. Adam Thielen was out part of the year. Uh, you know, Stephon Diggs was out part of the year. Yeah. So their division was, I mean, yes, they had two playoff teams in that division, but it was a down division. So they kind of got lucky there. Yeah. If only the Cowboys got that lucky. Just kidding. The NFC East was a dumpster fire. Yeah. We're, we're, we will address that later <laughs> with Jason Garrett going to New York, but let's talk about the Chiefs next opponent. Let's give you guys an early preview. We will do another preview before the Super Bowl, but, but here's an early one. You're playing a San Francisco team that all year has not lost any game by more than one score. Yeah. So they've been in every single game, win or lose. It's just crazy because, like, I feel like at the beginning of every season, you kind of, like, sit back and you're like, okay, yeah, this team, I think, is a potential Super Bowl contender. This team is. This team is. I really don't feel like anybody said the 49ers. So here's the thing, right? Last year, San Francisco was supposed to be the next team on the rise because they were coming off of that year where Jimmy Garoppolo right. had won his se- seven of his last games. But what happened right. early last injured, season? Right? He got hurt. Yeah. He missed the year. And then when you get hurt, you get a really nice draft pick. That draft pick turns out to be future you know, defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bosa, his brother, mm-hmm. Joey Bosa, turn up, mm-hmm. turn up the NFL. So they, I mean, you hate to say an injury is a good thing, but Garoppolo missing all of last year was kind of a blessing I mean, for the worked, San Francisco yeah. team. Take the good out of the bad for sure. Yeah. So that's kind of how they snuck up on everybody, but you're going up against a team that hasn't lost by more than one score. You know, you want to hear another interesting fact? Digame. With uh, Patrick Mahomes at the helm, the Chiefs have never lost by more than one score. So you have two teams. They've that, never been blown out. They've never been blown out wow. with Patrick Mahomes. That's they've a really never, good unsaid stat. Yeah, they've never lost by wow. more than one score with Patrick Mahomes what? as their starting quarterback. So that tells you right there that no matter what happens, Super Bowl Sunday, unlike the last two games, we called correctly mm-hmm. the 17-point spread, the two, the winning by two scores against Tennessee, this one, it's going to be a one-score game till the end. Uh, I, I hate to say this as a Chiefs fan, but... When yeah, I don't. I hope that it's not a Super Bowl where, you know, there's just a blowout. Because those aren't fun. Nobody cares then. You know, you don't want to be watching the game just for the commercials. You, you don't. And, and honestly, this is going to be... It's going to be captivating because I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a close game. And I hate to say it. I would rather say, hey, Chiefs by 100. You know, Chiefs mm-hmm. are going to roll it. It's not going to be that way. And these two teams, the... The last team San Francisco wanted to play was the Chiefs, and the last team the Chiefs wanted to play was San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
They are they are the yin to each other's yang. The Chiefs' weakest part of the offense is that offensive line. And what's San Francisco's strength on defense? Their defensive front. Three pro bowlers on that D-line. They got three of them. One yeah. starter in Bosa, and then the two other as alternates. I, I mean, they're not going to the Pro Bowl because they're going to the Super Bowl, but... Yeah. The Pro Bowl uh, is such a... Stout line. I don't even understand why they're still doing the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so... The name of the game here is going to be like, can we protect Mahomes? Can he have time to throw the ball? Because the Chiefs' biggest advantage, though, on offense mm-hmm. is their speed demons with Col- with Hardman and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Sherman is old. He's an all-pro, but that's out of his own. He can get beat, and he can get beat deep. Let's talk about how do you beat San Francisco, or what's a common trend in the games that San Francisco lost? Okay. Have, you, have you seen any trends when, when San Francisco's lost this year? Uh, to be honest, no. What, but tell me. What would you say is... I want to be one of our listeners. <laughs> what would you say if I said New Orleans and Seattle and Baltimore? What do those three teams have in common? Mm, New Orleans, Baltimore, and Seattle. Uh, You're talking Russell Wilson, Drew Brees... I was going to say and quarterback. Lam- Lamar Jackson. But that's fine. You can take the words out of my mouth. That's cool. I was going there. The one, I thought you were going to say something about birds, and I was like, wait, nah, no, Saints aren't birds. No, no, no. The one thing that San Francisco struggles against is elite quarterbacks with multiple weapons. So mm-hmm. you go, hey, Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback. He doesn't have multiple weapons. He has one guy to throw to, and then not even like a, a receiver number two or number three. He's got borderline practice squad receivers after Devontae Adams. So, yeah. so don't count that. Look at New Orleans, where you got Michael Thomas, you've got Jared Cook, you got Alvin Kamara. Oh my God! Yeah. Look at Seattle, where you've got our boy Tyler Lockett, DK mm-hmm. Metcalf. You know, dynamic weapons, and you know, up until the end of the year, they had you know uh, Carson, who's having a great year. Mm-hmm. Look at Baltimore. I mean, do we got to tell you about Lamar Jackson Which or Andrews? Crazy that they did not. I really thought they'd make it further. So wild. I mean, when you have five turnovers in a game, that kind of kills you. I mean, yeah, but like, did you ever see that happening to begin with? I, I didn't, but turnovers are the great equalizer. But, but you know, you look at this, and so like they struggled against great quarterbacks with multiple weapons. Now, if I had a draft, I'm taking Pat Mahomes over Breeze. I'm taking Pat Mahomes over Wilson. I'm taking Pat Mahomes over Lamar Jackson. Hmm. So we've got the one secret Krabby Patty secret sauce formula (laughs) to beat San Francisco. Patrick Mahomes. San Francisco struggles against great quarterback, elite quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, not to be confused with Patrick Starr. (laughs) <laughs> yes, not to be confused with Patrick Starr. Okay, I think I'll I think save even my had rant had about him for joke. another de- day. What was that? <laughs> I have a huge rant about Patrick. You know it already. We'll save that for another day. Yeah, let's, let's save the Patrick Starr SpongeBob rant for another day. So you know, we'll in- find a hamburger to talk about. Oh God! Uh, ingredient <laughs> number one, you know, elite quarterback. Number two, more than one dynamic weapon. Chiefs have it in, in bunches. Mm-hmm. Uh, third key, same thing as last time that we talked about with the Titans in Houston, is getting off of the field on third down, right? Extending these drives. I don't care if they move the ball on you mm-hmm. as long as they're not big plays. So they can move the ball on you five yards here, 10 yards here. And, and like we said, hey, get that holding call. You know, yeah. get get that offensive pass interference. You do that, now you put them behind the eight ball and you're going to get ahead. Mm-hmm. So those are the you know three keys early on that, that we're seeing before we have the big Chiefs preview. You know that San Francisco is going to take one of your weapons away. 
And if I'm going to be a betting man, it's going to be Kelsey. They're going to go all over Kelsey, who, by the way, started off the game again with a drop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, I feel like we need to start like some sort of streaming account just to watch you watching Chiefs games. I just... It's so funny. You the first so drive dramatic. the Chiefs had, they punted. You don't know why they punted? Because Kelsey dropped the ball again. Yes, <laughs> yes, he redeemed himself once again. But yeah. hey, maybe that's his strategy, right? Hey, Pat, hit me wide open. I'm going to drop it, you know, like usual. And then I'm going to go on a roll. Yeah. Just, but just, why? <laughs> like just just drop the balls in practice and oh then God. get your game fixed. Right. <laughs> Warm-ups, catching everything. I know. First pass in the game, I'm going to let it hit, let it hit my hands butterflies. and drop the ball. <laughs> For for all you OG Chiefs fans, I'm not talking about you know Sammy Parker bad, but he's dropping balls and, and it's getting annoying. But anyway, he redeemed himself. It was one drop early on. We're good. All right. So before we wrap up with the Chiefs part of this, I do want to throw it out there that if you do happen to be in Miami and don't have Super Bowl tickets like us, I highly doubt we're going to get some because we are not second mortgaging this home. Are you sure we can't mortgage the house? Pretty sure. We've got four furry mouths to feed and I don't think that that's a good idea. But if you happen to be there and want to like meet and greet with us or just, you know, kick it as long as you're not a 49ers fan, um, hit us up on Twitter at at I35SportsCXN and one of us will definitely tweet back at you. So let's jump into the Mavs game. The la- oh, last wait, wait. Speaking of jumping into things, why don't we jump in to the Sunflower Showdown between oh. both Kansas schools? <laughs> Is this because it jumped into the crowd? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know that the internet went wild because very rarely does Kansas State go trending on Twitter. But, oh my God, there is so much to unfold. Oh God, I, I just had throwbacks to the mouse and the palace with the pistons and, and the pacers. Oh and oh my gosh. Oh, is that, is that when Ron Artest, Ron Artested? Yep. Uh, oh, that was so great. That was the beginning of... But like, this wasn't even at that level. Like, there were no chairs picked up. It was just at a fan. Yeah, but there was a guy in a polo in the fight. Like, there was, like, there was it, people uh, in this So ball. I spent an hour and a half on Twitter. I watched five different angles of this fight. Like, I, this, I know everybody's like, oh, this is really shameful but I'm like honestly I've never been more proud of K-State you swing them bows if someone comes for you go at them I mean but like we were down 20 and you know this, I mean, yes but this this should only speak to my fanhood we're down 20 and you know who's still watching the final 10 seconds of this game <laughs> me I was the last I'm the one who who started our group chat yo 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 turn into the game turn into the game like I'm still watching this pathetic display so I, I think that there was a bigger ploy here and hopefully I'm not getting the big 12 in trouble but I think this was their way of saying hey watch big 12 basketball it's very explosive i mean it's a great conspiracy but like it's, let, it's probably a really good so conspiracy. if you didn't watch the game this is what happened k-state's down a billion uh, <laughs> uh you know it's five seconds left and this is a heated rivalry heated that we rivalry. call as the sunflower showdown KU's dribbling out the clock our guy steals it goes for a layup DeSoto comes in blocks it stands over him and all it all hell breaks loose like like literally all hell broke loose dude i, I mean th- this was you know what made me mad about this fight is that we didn't have Jim Ross or or, or the Jerry the King Lawler on, on commentary. Oh, he's got man. a chair. He's, he's got, got a chair. chair. Like it was so crazy. DeSasa literally picked up a chair. I was like, bro, what are you doing? I mean, I'm glad about it because I was like, your ass about to be suspended. I don't even care. But like, also you picked up a chair. How dumb are you? You're going to lose your scholarship. You're going to lose this. But on have, the flip have you ever, side of this, have you ever like stop, try to stop a fight and then you get pushed, you're like, bitch, and then you get into the fight? <laughs> I mean, well, speaking, well, yeah, actually that has happened to me at a practice before. That, that was the dude in the black polo. Like He's like, yo, 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 guys, let's calm it down. And then, <laughs> there were cheerleaders grabbing at legs like, no, 
<laughs> oh my, it was great. But, but here's, you know, so on the flip side of this though, I lost my train of thought. But so here's, here's where I was disappointed as a K-State fan. This is where I was really disappointed. Number 14 on K-State. <laughs> like, you are a basketball We're player. We're going to post a video that references this because like it's so great. You are a basketball player. There is a, a thin table of as advertisement in front of you between you and the fight. You attempt to jump over this advertisement. And not only do you like, oh, I made it on Fail. top and I fell. <laughs> He couldn't even make it over it. Like, into the fight. Couldn't protect his brothers. For at least 30 seconds into this fight, he's being held back by the coaches. He finally breaks free. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, God. here we go. Here we go. Oh. And he can't clear a little table? I remembered what I was going to say. I remembered my train of thought now. Back on track. So I think it's very convenient that the FBI is already in Lawrence investigating KU. So, hey, why not investigate some, like, you know, fight club over Damn, here? Damn. Yeah, I said it. I hate KU. <laughs> I mean, I'll start we, the chant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> FKU. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. But seriously, though, like you know, your basketball program is down a year when a dude can't jump a table. Like I, I was, I was <laughs> never. This is what you practice, like jumping for what, jump balls. Like, how are you dunking if you can't jump What's over this vertical, table, bro? Number fourteen, hit us up. What's your vertical, bro? Dude, I, I, I need to know. I need to know what, what, what's his vertical? What, what city did he come out of? Like, this was terrible. This is, and guys, I do know his his name, but I'm terrible. At pronouncing it so i'm not even gonna try but like, <laughs> i don't know his name but but seriously you attempt to jump over this table and it's not a big table i just oh my god like that hurt oh. me like i would have rather him grabbed a chair i would have rather him picked up a cheerleader and tossed it at, at uh, someone maybe from not KU. that's a little dramatic just how do you not like i doubt he can dunk I, I shout out to the real team player though that got the the whole fight on like what seemed like a gopro it was almost like he was planted there and like knew that's what like builds onto my conspiracy of the big 12 is this like a jfk this. second shooter type deal we don't talk about the jfk thing because you know there's a conspiracy behind the conspiracy of the conspiracy behind me so like no oh god it just i hurts. love conspiracies bring them all to me if you if you ever want to hear a million of them, just, just contact her. She'll. <laughs> but uh, but like, I'll have to ask you questions to make sure that you're not going to take me out for finding out too much. And anyway, uh, that's pretty much the recap of the fight. Basically, case we lost the game, we lost the fight. It, it was a table, ladders, and chairs match. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, I did see a really good tweet though. I do want to point this out because it's hilarious. So K State plays in an arena that's shaped like an octagon, and I think it is hilarious that this fight broke out at the wrong arena. It should have been at the octagon of doom. Because you imagine how Dana White would have like just marketed the crap out of that. Oh my god, it would have been perfect. <laughs> and next time, maybe number fourteen could throw them on the table instead of uh, trying to jump over the table. We'll take them. What if this happens at a tennis match? A Sunflower Showdown tennis match, that would be hell in a cell. There would be oh no cameras there. Oh my God. <laughs> this would be so great. Uh, we got to uh, get ourselves tickets to this tennis match. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let, let's let's recap the Mavs games. We're done recapping K-State. Guys, K-State's not doing anything this year. They should have a big bounce for next year. They're starting to play their younger guys. You know, good for them. Hopefully 14's not on the team. And if he is, maybe he gets a vertical. But anyway, let's talk <laughs> Mavs. Let's talk Mavs. Last two games, we lost by three to the Clips, mm -hmm. and then we pretty much handle uh, Portland. A game that, like, ending score was pretty close, but it wasn't that close. Yeah. Um. So let's talk the Clips game first, Porzingis' first game back. Yes. That's the sound of Rustin needing WD-40. Ooh, yeah. So he started off rusty. It's I mean, not feisty, it's facts. 
He was one of eight from three point land. And this is my only issue with Porzingis is that, and you could tell the Mavs were feeding him early, is that when he comes back and he did it when he came back earlier in the year, he sells for jump shots. I don't know if he's not trusting his knee or he's like, hey, I'm still not 100%, but he's trusting these shots, trusting the jump shot. Uh, Shot eight times from three, only made one. But what happened the next game he only shot four threes, made three of them, you know, much better shooting, but he started driving. And in the Clips game, that's really what killed the Mavs. Uh, one, well, that's one of the things that yeah. killed the Mavs. The other one was... Uh, Pour one out for a fallen brother. <sighs> I miss you, Dwight. I'm sorry, Dwight. <laughs> uh, you, you saw Dwight Powell go down. His, his Achilles, like, you knew immediately... So I never actually realized how bad an Achilles tear or rupture is. First of all, they call it a rupture and not a tear. So that's already like, you know, exclamation point, exclamation point. But like I so I love all things Kobe Bryant. And when he tore his like I watched his whole documentary on how he got back. You literally have to pick up marbles with your toes to get that strength back. Like, I mean, amongst all the other workouts that you do. But it's just oh, my God. Not, it's not almost to go on a death a, sentence. Not, not to go on a how much I love Kobe rant, but he got up, walked to the foul line, yeah. and hit his free throws, and then went to locker Dude, room. Dude, that's that Mamba mentality. I don't care if you love him or you hate him. That Mamba mentality is what I strive for every day in life. Right. <laughs> <sighs> like when you eat the last of the the cocoa almonds. Anyway, so we're, we're, we're talking Mavs. Dwight Powell gets hurt. It kind of ruins the Mavs rotation on that Clippers game, but also KP, they were feeding him early. They made a point to get him mm-hmm, touches mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. wasn't hitting shots. And in those situations, you want KP to be more aggressive. You want mm-hmm. him to drive. I'm not saying go old school and do what Shaq and Chuck have been saying and go in the post. It's not your game. But what mm-hmm. I am saying is you're seven, three, you can actually handle the ball and any other defender that is your size, you can blow by them. So why aren't you driving to the hoop? Yeah. We're just going to chalk it up to, hey, we're coming back off this injury. We're yeah, just going to pussyfoot for a little just, while. It just hurts that it's against the Clippers because it's the one big team we haven't beaten yet. So, you know, there's also this mental block of it would have been nice to get that win against them. But That's hey, true. the Blazers came into town and it was just what the doctor ordered. No CJ, no Nurkic, and the Mavs just rolled. I, I know it was like a close at the end, but the Mavs were in control the whole game. Which doctor? Doc Rivers? <laughs> oh, Dr. Uh, J? Well, I think since it's Portland, uh, it might be a medicinal, maybe weed oh, type oh, doctor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, gotcha, Mavs gotcha, roll, gotcha, gotcha. and it brings us to today's game on Saturday, which is they play the Jazz, which is the second ranked team in the West. It, this will be the nice check, right? Porzingis True. now already two games under his belt since injury. Good pulse check. Yep. Rotation should be set now that DP's out. And also, we just signed Willie Cauley-Stein. So that's mm. going to be huge. He won't play. I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. He won't play tonight uh, versus the Jazz, which I think the Mavs are going to win anyway. But he won't play tonight. Uh, but it's think there of it you as. Go, putting jinxes out into the atmosphere <laughs> every time we go uh, over this. I know. I know. But think of Willie Cauley-Stein as Dwight Powell, but no three-point shot. So he can drive, alley-oop, you know, good off the pick and roll but he can't quite hit a three to save his life. I mean, I think his career percentage is like 22%. It's not very good. So does a three-pointing hurt us or help us? So I'm gonna view it as, thereof. I'm gonna view it as more or less like it's gonna be a wash. You're gonna get a better rebounder and a better okay. shot blocker on the defensive end. Now, as far as floor spacing, it would be nice if you know you could have to cheat on him, but 
when you are on the court with Seth, with KP, mm. with Luca, with these three-point shooters, with Maxi, who's the other big guy who can shoot a three, it's not going to take too much from the offense. Because okay. the best part of Dwight's game wasn't his three-point shooting. It was the fact that you could run them, pick and roll with him, alley-oop to him. He was just so athletic. So about the same numbers as Dwight, a little bit better rebounding, a little bit worse points per game. But it's a good pickup, and it's a player option for next year. So I'm going to guess Willie's not going to invoke his player option. He's going to want to get a big multi-year contract. So it doesn't even hurt you for Bradley Beal sweepstakes. Okay. Okay, cool. Now to the next subject. Wait, before we go on, um, there's been videos circulating around about Delonte West. So I don't really want to go into it because it makes me really depressed. He's a professional athlete going through some stuff right now. So, you know, good vibes towards him. Somebody help him. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, someone in A B circle can, you know, look at Delante yes. and maybe kinda get the warning signs yep. and, and help that guy out too. Man, that should be a thirty for thirty, like players that had everything and lost it all. Not yeah. like money wise, Ho- but like hopefully A B doesn't fall into that. And yeah. hopefully someone helps out Delante. Um but you know, not to be crude, but you know, to the next subject of someone that should be laughed at, maybe, is uh, Jason Garrett. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> but I can't say I don't agree. <laughs> or the Giants organization, really? Yes. That's my best imitation of Jason Garrett. Yeah, just make it clap. I bet he doesn't even have rhythm. You know what his favorite song is? Switch by Will Smith. Hey, hey. Oh, gosh. I feel like you're the only one ever that's going to remember that song. I mean, it's a great song. And there's a lot of clapping. Uh, moving on. <laughs> now, uh, are you worried as a Cowboys fan, uh, Jason Garrett, <laughs> taking all of the secrets or information on player personnel? He knows what they can do, what they not can't do. I mean, anybody that watches the tape could figure that out. There's no secrets. He didn't come up with anything good. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm hey, you know what? If it didn't work out for you in New York... Head to Philly. And if it doesn't work out for you there, go to Washington. So, so your view on this is maybe like a Jerry sent a spy in there is going to take down the whole Giants organization <laughs> type deal. Maybe. Oh, my God. No, but that means he'd have to come back. <laughs> oh, but, no. But, the conspiracy theory of them all I never saw coming. But, but maybe that's oh, why it took so no. long for him to get, get let go. Oh, you know, maybe no. this is like he's a secret agent, oh. double mole type situation. Oh, gosh. Oh, my. I, my mind is blowing right now. I need a second. Oh, no. (laughs) Anyway, uh, just to set up next week for our our podcast, um, we will be going going over that San Francisco curse that we did a couple podcasts ago. Before the Super Bowl, we'll have a podcast out. But also, we want to let you guys know that the 1201 Sports podcast will be on their podcast. We'll be on their podcast Monday. So, you know, go follow them on Twitter. Go listen to their podcast, 1201 Sports. Uh, We'll be there, you know, hopefully giving some Chiefs insights to uh, these people that just don't know how good the Chiefs are. If maybe they do, they're about to find out how, how great the Chiefs can be. Yeah, cool stuff. And remember, if you happen to be in Miami ready to party, hit us up, I-35 Sports CXN. I will buy your first drink. Out. (laughs) And of course, don't be disappointed when you see us in real life. Hashtag catfish. We do not have faces for radio. We are good looking people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's real Uh, nice, huh? Take it out, guys. Bye.